here we are with a new episode of Tile Lake Talk. This is episode, I'm going to say... 125. Well, I'm probably going to call... Yeah, 124.1 yeah. or 0.5, either either one of those. But um, this is Casey, and I'm back with... Bob. And Dave. And we left you on a bit of a cliffhanger last episode, where we uh, were going through the list of movies that are coming out in 2019... Uh, we left off in June uh, with X-Men Dark Phoenix, so we're going to go through the rest of the year. Um, so that was June 7th. You guys have kids. Secret Life of Pets 2, does that mean something to you guys? I, I really like, we really liked the first one, actually. Maddie, was, Maddie and I were watching it the other day. Yeah. Um, really liked it. Kate and I actually watched it before Maddie was yeah. old enough to watch it. I guess movies. I shouldn't say just because you have kids. Yeah. I watch animated movies all the time. <laughs> I just went and saw How to Train a Dragon 3 the other day. Yeah, I don't know if we'll just go great. see it, but yeah. um, I, I will, I'll, we'll watch it for sure. That'll make it in the rotation. Um, zero. Uh, my kids happen to be exactly two years apart, almost, so I got one that's too young to really be in a uh, certain type of, like, you know, I don't know. He, he, hasn't, he hasn't picked no. his niche yet, and I have one that's too old too, he's got his niches. He's Star Wars. He's you know PJ Masks. Yeah. Anything outside of that, he has no interest in whatsoever. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Yeah. Never. But I think that, I mean Harper and Maddie are three and one, and Maddie would like it. So I don't know. I feel like your kids would. Well, I mean our kids are different. They're not the same. Like, we don't have kids. We together, don't have the same so. kids. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Moving on to June fourteenth, we have Men in Black International. I have two comments to make about this movie. Start with the first one. The first one first is... First things first. <laughs> where the hell did this come from? Like, I heard absolutely nothing about this, and then boom, here's a trailer, this movie's coming out. And number two, I don't care at all. Uh, where it came from, do you guys remember the Sony leaked emails? Yes. yes. Where they were trying to make it a cinematic universe that consisted of Men in Black, and 21 Go- Jump Street, and Ninja Turtles, and Ghostbusters. Oh, okay. Um, so at that point, they were shopping around names like Chris Hemsworth to be a part of this cinematic universe because go- he was in Ghostbusters, blah, blah, blah. So it didn't come out of nowhere. They, they've been talking about wanting to do a Men in Black movie for a while. Um, to your other point, I don't care. I just don't. The trailer did nothing. Nothing. You know, I love actually both of those I, those actors. I thought they were really good together in Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. I think Tessa Thompson can do no wrong so far, like everything she's ever been in. Um, Chris Hemsworth, a eh, little, not as much. But, you know, I, I don't know. I just don't, I guess, like, I have to see another trailer that shows me something cool. But right now I'm just like, I just, it's one of those things where I just don't care. To me, it seems forced. I like both the actor and actress. Um, they I both do, like to be called actors. Do they? Yeah. All right. I like both the actors, the performers. Um, do you think we'll get... Uh, that shared cinematic universe? Do you, no. Do you think we'll get Tommy Lee Jones or Will Smith at all in like a cameo at all? Uh, no. No? No, I don't. Okay. I thought the trailer like, didn't make me want to see it, but it looked just like an action movie. There was like some cool like hitting guns and stuff, like, like whatever. Like, it had some comedy. They have chemistry. I won't go see it in theaters, but I'll probably watch it at some point. I'll watch it if people say it's good. Yeah. If people go, this was horrible, why did they do it? Then I'll go, well, just confirms yeah, my feelings like on my what it looks like. Yeah. yeah. Like, R.I.P.D. That, that's Ugh. a really good point. Like, I think 
at least from my perspective, things have changed over the last five or 10 years where I personally went from having uh, a little content where every so often, every couple months, a new movie or a new TV show is coming out that I could sink my teeth into to now so much being thrown at me that I want to watch that if it's not awesome, it's not even going to get on my list. Like it's got to be good. Yep. Yeah, I think we're we're in a world where like, like uh, I was talking to you about yeah, it, I was about to say where it's just like, this. I'll start a show and if I'm not like hooked with that show, I go, it doesn't matter. Right. Like or, Santa Clarita Diet, I started it, I didn't think it was that good, and I go, guess what? I got fifty other things right. I want but to watch. Rewind five years ago, and I would I would come to a lull in a TV show and be like, well, I've already watched the first three seasons. Yes. Let me just finish it out. Yeah. And it's like no, now Agents it's of like Shield. I watched three seasons. Right. I'm done. You give me two care. or three bad episodes in a row. Yeah. I'm well, moving on to something else. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that's one thing that yeah, like Casey and I just talked about that, or it gets canceled. You won't, like, for example, Friends from College. You're like, right. I'm not even going to watch the second season. There's no point. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I'm like that with, like, like I don't watch Legends. I don't watch Arrow. I don't watch... They're good. I, you, yeah, well, I haven't watched I, Legends in years, but, but I hit Arrow that, is good. I hit that lull with Arrow, right. and, like, now I'm two, three seasons behind. I don't have 60 hours to get caught up. Right. So, well, and the other thing is, while you're watching it, like, I tend to binge watch a lot. So while I'm watching it, it's like, okay, I have the last 10 episodes on my brain. And then I take a month off. Now it's like, well, do I have to go back and watch the last episode I've already watched to kind of get a refresher? And there's going to be things I'm going to forget that there maybe are season-long story arcs that I don't really remember because I didn't watch the entire season. Like, just stuff like that makes me kind of not get back into things. The only... Sorry, go ahead, Case. Well, I was just going to counter-argument Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones? Because <laughs> I don't remember. You're, it takes me three episodes to go, who the hell is that guy? You're 100% right. But the difference, though, is Game of Thrones is so good. Yeah, it and is. it's so high on my list yeah. that twice now I've gone back and rewatched the entire yeah. thing. And I plan on doing it again. When this yeah. season's out and it's done, when it's done I, I will start I'm going the whole thing the all over again. Yeah, I am too. So the only thing I would caution you on is if people say it's not good, I won't watch it because there's tons of movies where people don't oh, like them and I love them. It's it's pe- sorry people I trust. Okay, that makes it's sense. Uh, things like uh, Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic and stuff like that. I really don't pay attention to the um, reviews too much, and even still, like there's some reviewers that I like, like on Collider, where. If they hate this movie, I'm still like, if I really want to see it, I'm seeing it. Right. I don't care what yeah. everyone. If everyone is like, I wouldn't go see Blade Two if everyone like, you know what I mean? There, I love Blade Two. There's like two criteria for me. I've got to be able to watch the trailer and be interested. Yeah. And or I need positive feedback. Like there are trailers I'll watch, like this one for example, we're talking on the topic that's like that eh, didn't really interest me. But if it gets amazing reviews, yeah, I'll go see it. But on the same token, if the trailer looks phenomenal and it doesn't get hot reviews, I might still go see it. I'd probably still my own. see it. Yeah. Now, if you you take so two negatives, the trailer doesn't look good and it gets bad reviews. Yeah. Yeah. Forget it. I it's have no done. interest. Yeah. It has to be something really like. Yeah. We live in a time where there's so much grabbing our attention that. Yeah. It has to be good. Yeah. Uh, Shaft. Shaft. <clears throat> nope. Zero. Yeah, I'm at zero. Did you see the preview? No. Nope. Watch the preview. Because I is it like his son and grandson? Yes. Well, so so here's the thing. Is it Samuel Jackson? Yes. Yeah. Someone goes, Shaft movie's coming out. And I go, what? And they I, I like was like, I don't even care. Then I watched the preview. They don't. It's not a. I don't know why it's called Shaft. I don't know why it's not called like Shaft again or Shaft. 
The legacy. Like no, but careful with shaft. What other words you add? No, but I said legacy. But I'm saying like I don't know why it's called shaft when it could just be called something. Shaft something. Whereas I don't know if that's as catchy. That's a terrible title. Shaft something. Shaft. That also, also sounds like a porno movie. This is the greatest conversation. So ever. the point is, the trailer looks good. I implore you both to watch the trailer. Shit. I'm not going to go see it in the theater, but I will watch that movie. It looked fun. I, I'll, I'll give the trailer a shot. Yeah, it looked like a fun, like, oh, they're having, they're, they're having fun with it, the people who are acting in it, because it looks ridiculous. So, mm-hmm. uh, June, so that's June 14th. June 21st, Child's Play, the reboot mildly interested um again i i think i like the idea of them going back to chucky um we've seen a couple different versions of michael myers we've seen a couple different versions of um uh, jason and freddie um chucky is really the one that they haven't really remade at all um now with that being said the last few chucky movies we did get were campy have you seen them yes okay they were campy um, his son was a white. No, 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 doll. no, no. Have you seen Curse of Chucky and Cult of Chucky? I have not seen those. two. Those are the two most recent versions. Oh, well, I, I guess my point is, is that I'm excited to see them start fresh and see what they do with it. Now, with that being said, see, I wasn't a big Chucky fan anyway, so I could take it or leave it. I my Chucky experience is from having a my buddy as a child, because that's what he reminds me of, and it's fucking. Terrifying. Well, that's what he. That's what he's based yeah. off. Yeah. Um, but. Like Casey said, those two movies are actually really good. I don't know why they have to recreate it and try and do like another. You're already onto something. So here's what's happening with this franchise because I'm actually a huge Chucky fan. Paramount, I can't remember exactly, I think it's Paramount, owns the name Child's Play. And they can do whatever the. Fudge they want with it. Like this. Oh. Don Mancini, who created Child's Play, owns Chucky. <laughs> so Chucky is going on. There's a Curse of Chucky. It's not called Child's Play. Right. There's a Cult of Chucky. There is a Chucky TV show coming out this year or next year on Sci-Fi Channel with Don Mancini and Brad Dourif, who does the voice. And all the original things are going to go into this show. My whole thing is, like, I saw the trailer, and I actually didn't hate it. I was expecting to fully be like, fuck you, I love Chucky, ah, this is horrible. But I actually was like, okay, just don't call it Child's Play. Just call it Bad Buddy, or whatever you want to call it, and I would be fine with it. I would be like... Or huh? Puppet Master or any of the other wow. puppet. I mean, like, jeez, Puppet Master is different. No, right. I mean, yeah. I guess it's a different. It's it's you know years ago, but I guess what I'm saying is if you call it something different or you don't hint at the redhead doll, yeah, then you essentially got any of the last type type of you know doll yeah movies we've had. It's it's not the, the reason why it's Child's Play is because they're playing on that. Okay, this isn't just another doll movie. This is the famous doll movie. Yes. This is the, 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 the big no, one. No, because they own the name and they and they own in that because it, it does hold. Like, if you were like, oh, Child's Play, I don't know what that is. I'll go see this. Or if you're like, oh, I remember Child's Play. Oh, I didn't know they were still doing those. I'll go see it. Like, they do it from a money-making perspective. I get it. Yeah. I guess I just, because this is the only time that I can think of where a franchise is still steadily going and still making money. And now it's also getting rebooted. There's two simultaneous mm-hmm. Chuckies. That to me is what makes no sense. Maybe we'll get an into the Chucky verse. Yeah, that's more like it. So, you know, I think 
it's it exists. I don't think I'll see it in the theater, but I definitely will see it because I, for me, I want to know like what they're gonna do. Hmm. How how do they make it different? Right. Uh, Toy Story Four. Um. So, part of the background story in the Toy Story universe is the fact that they are toys of a single child and Andy. Right. While we've watched, I mean, yeah, it's literally on the bottom of their foot. It's a big part of the characters. Um, while we've watched Andy grow up, he has been this background character, him or his mom or whatever. There, this is the first movie with no Andy, right? I mean, because he gave the toys away at the end of Toy Story three. Yeah, Andy is not in this anymore. Yep. I that's that to me is at least semi significant. Of course. So that kind of is a glimmer of worry, but other than that, Toy Story is pretty good movie. Uh, other than the second one, the other three have been okay. Two have been okay. You didn't like two? No, two is bad. I liked all three. Um, I'm excited about four. Um, and I think it's almost good that Andy's gone because I think this is an opportunity to kind of like tell a fresh story. So that's what I'm excited about. Yeah. I'm, uh, I don't even, this is one of those like Star Wars, I don't even need to see a preview. You said the title alone is getting me to the theater. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love, how, I love Toy Story that's movies. That's how Endgame was for me. Like, I, I, even no, said, I don't like, need to see anything. Right. That's, Endgame, I even yeah. said, like, don't show a trailer, just say, no. Avengers Endgame, yeah. April 26th. I do have one question about the Toy Story uh, universe. <laughs> and maybe I'm reading too much into this, and I'll fully admit that, but they, they've they showed certain toys, or have at least been projected as being uh, aged. You know, like, they'll, they'll do flashbacks of when the, when the toy was acting or looking brand new and young and just came out. Right. And then they, you know, in present Got time... Got some scuffs on them. Right. Or and it was yeah. older, he's acting old. Yeah. How do they not do that with the main toy. I mean, Woody at this point has got to be around. I mean, he wasn't new when Andy had him in the first movie. He was actually the toy getting ready to be, you know, surpassed by Buzz. That was the whole story storyline. Right. So at least at that point, he must have been a couple years old. Mm-hmm. So now he's at least 30 years old. Not 30. I don't think, I think he's probably like 20. Still though, yeah. how do they, how do they get away from the, that, that part of the story where the, these toys are now aging? I don't know if that's not what the point of this movie is. <laughs> you know, maybe Good that's point. it. Yeah. You know, they're maybe all it's, the older toys, they're all the older toys and they're going to toy age, heaven. Yeah. yeah. Like that's it. I hope so. it's not toy heaven. I'll cry if it's toy heaven. We all will. <laughs> Annabelle. So, so it's June 21st, June 28th, Annabelle three. Zero interest. I didn't, didn't watch two. the first two one. I think I saw the first one. I don't think I saw the second one. I have not seen any of them either. Um, I've heard the first one's bad. I've heard the second one's good. It made enough money to make a third one. My whole thing with this Conjuring universe, and it is called the Conjuring universe, I am very... Is it James Wan? Sorry. Yeah, it's James Wan. Um, I actually think it's a really cool idea that we have a horror universe that has a core with the Conjuring that has spinoffs. Because... Again, it's something we've never seen this. We got a glimmer in my poster right there, Freddy versus Jason, where two, you know, franchises met. But even those weren't, like, connected. It Mm -hmm. just happened to be that the rights got bought by the same people and therefore they could do it. This is like... We're gonna we're gonna make a, we can make all these monsters and they can all have there's the nun and there's you know Annabelle and there's the weird creaky man from part two and etc. I just I think that's a cool idea. Yeah, agreed. I mean, I'm not I'm not a huge horror fan anyway, um, but I I do appreciate that they're able to do that. I I personally like 
the big stories. Um, one of the things that really drew me into Star Wars was not the movies, but when I did some research for a podcast and found out that, oh man, the movies are 5% of this entire humongous universe <laughs> that yeah. has a billion characters and lore and, and history. and um, So I like when they do that. So the fact that you know that's happening in the horror genre is you know, good on them. So I do think the idea is really cool. I'm on, There's points where I'm on the other side of what you just said. Like, I don't want to feel like I can't go see a movie because I don't know the other 95%. There's some things, if it's my my thing, like comic book stuff, like, sure, I'm pretty immersed in that culture. But I don't want to feel like I can't watch a Star Wars movie because it's 5% of 100. And that that's the burden on the writer and the director is to say, yes, for the people who like the whole thing... We're going to tie some threads through this movie that right. they can pick up on. And for the people that don't know the whole thing, you don't need to in order to appreciate this movie. And, and that, that's a hard thing to do. And I think it's also you choosing which fandoms you're into because I'm probably on a higher level in the comic book world. And I'm like, I'm not in certain other things. Yeah, I think um, when it comes to something like that, Marvel, again, you would go back to that. Like, in order to watch Infinity War... You gotta know those characters. Yeah. There is zero way of... I mean, I guess you could get entertained by the visuals and blah, blah, blah. Like, there is that, like, very surface level. It's an entertaining action movie. But you really should at least watch the first of all these movies to right. get who these people are. That would be an interesting perspective to hear, like, the review of... Uh, Infinity of, War from someone who's never seen yeah, a Marvel movie. That would be... I would, I would, I would watch that. I would watch that 10 minutes. But again, they would video. probably be like... That was cool. Yes. What are these Not things? Not sure why he's so angry. Yeah, like, I don't get a tree. There's a raccoon. What's this big grimace-looking dude? Yeah. Like, what's his story? Like, it's all... Actually, it's pretty much what DC did. Here's the Justice League, yeah. and I don't know who this guy who rides fishes is. Oh, I guess he'll get his own movie eventually. <laughs> like, that's kind of what the Justice League did, and clearly it failed. All right, so July 5th. <laughs> Spider-Man Far From Home. Yep. Yeah, I mean, who's not excited to see this? I don't really like Spider-Man that much, so I don't know. He's lying. <laughs> yeah, horribly. I Bizarro mean, Casey. Just 90% of this room Marvel, is Marvel finally got Spider-Man back. They hit the, the ball out of the park in the first movie. Yeah. Um, not just So not just seeing a sequel to a phenomenal first movie, but seeing how this movie intertwines in the entire universe. Like, this movie's going to be awesome. I'm excited. And I'm not even a huge Marvel or Spider-Man fan, so... Yeah, I mean, I'm super excited. I loved the first one. I loved him in Infinity War. Um, I like how they grew the character. And, uh, yeah, they have my money for this one. Yep. Okay, moving on. I don't know any of these movies in July 12th, so sure, I'm not going to talk to them. Huh? I was just thinking, how did Lauren get around me? Sorry. July 19th, though. What are the 12th? Sorry. 17 Bridges and Stuber. Yeah, next. Yep. Uh, I, I just don't know anything about him. Uh, July 19th, though, is The Lion King. Bob's. Uh, yeah, I mean, Lion King and Aladdin are the Jimmy two movies Van that I'm, I'm excited about with the live action um, genre. Um, but it's only because I like those originals so much. I mean, they're such a quintessential part of it, my childhood. and yeah. They're probably my two favorite Disney movies. Yeah, I would agree with that. So I am super excited about... Um, Lion King, super, yeah, I, I mean, I, again, I don't know if I'll go see it in theaters because I don't have the time, but I, I will Ooh. see this. 
I don't know. This I is a this is bring a my kids like 3D. make the time for Lion King, man. I think maybe because she yeah. watches Lion King. So because maybe. of what they did with is John Favreau again. What he did with Jungle Book, and now the technology is even crazier. Right. I'm just like, there's no this movie. I would call a CGI movie, well, but it's also I mean, a this is, movie. Yes. This is this is not what I would consider live action. <laughs> you're not going here because you don't know the story and you want to see how it plays out. You know the story. You're going because you want to see it presented in this magical, yeah, amazing want, detail. And I want to feel like a five year old again. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yep. No, I'm. I'm, I'm gonna try not to cry when I'm so there. Again, like so I did there. in the theater the first time. What? Spoiler. <laughs> I swear to God, Dave. All right. Jesus. Uh, let's go on to July 26, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. This looks awesome. I don't, what have you seen from this? I don't know what I, this is. I've seen some... <laughs> so some pictures? Yeah, I've seen some pictures. Yeah, that's all we've but seen. But I've also seen the general consensus general that consensus. this is going to be a noir detective oh, that's right up movie. Head. And that's what I like. I mean, mm-hmm. they compared it to, um, uh, what's that one movie with, uh, uh Russell Crowe, uh, L.A. Confidential. They compared it to that. They said it's going to be very similar to that. Because it's in L.A. Well, because it's, cause it's <laughs> a detective. I mean, Movie Chinatown. Movie set yeah. in L.A. <laughs> it's, 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 your, it's your Chinatown noir detective. And that's what I love those movies. I don't what, think we get them enough. So I'm excited about this. This is Quentin Tarantino's next movie. Oh, okay. And it's about the, the Charles Manson, Manson murder. Oh, yeah, I'm in. Yeah, yeah absolutely, I'm in. Uh, I don't. I don't know. We haven't seen anything. I, I'm not disagreeing with Bob. But it's, it's just like we've literally seen. But, it, but it's Tarantino. Set photos. So Tarantino's it's Quentin Tarantino, those... so I'll see it. It's right. a, it's, it is a detective movie, so I'll see it. I'm but just basing on what Manson, I know so as of. My excitement level uh, is just killers. based on what I know as of right now. Yeah. That's, that could go up or down depending on how more information gets released. I just feel like that story, like, hey, Kate's obsessed with serial killers, so I've shot. Like get into him a little bit, but like his story is so unique and crazy that sure. it is. Yeah, it it'll be interesting. Uh, August second, moon August, Hobbs and Shaw. I'm not a Fast and the Furious follower. I probably haven't seen any of them since like the second or third. Okay. Um. With that being said, they took what I would consider a semi-serious genre and turned it into a buddy cop movie. So. I would definitely oh, not call them serious yeah. at all. No. They, like, like no. Maybe in the first couple, I mean, they're a little, but Ludacris is in part two, so not really. Yeah. When they did the the one, the first one that Rock was in, it was some, I mean, people died. Like, the major characters died in that movie. They were robbing yeah. the bank. There was car chasing. But I mean, they're it was just, the comedy. they're comedies. They're action they're comedies. They're action comedies. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I could be wrong. Like I said, I haven't seen them, so. Yeah. I'm excited about I mean, it's The Rock, so I'll go see it. Um, plus, Kate he's and not I, in the movie yet. Kate, Kate and I both like the Fast, the Fast and the Furious movies. Oh, okay. The last four that have come out, I thought were all pretty good. So, I am. This is on my like top of the year list. Really? Yeah. You know why? Because I saw that trailer. Yeah. And I go, these two. I don't know how they haven't done this yeah. before. Can yeah. they add Kevin Hart to it? Because I think the three of them would make <laughs> of course, a hilarious Kevin Hart movie. Just as a weird side character, but it, it was like. It's just it just makes sense. Like I like all those Fast and actually I love those Fast and Furious movies. I made Nish. We did a marathon, and I was like, I can't believe how much I like them. And then when they do things where they connect it, like when they connected like part three mm-hmm. to them all, I was like, well, that's fucking genius. <laughs> like I was just you did it again. Yeah, really. Every single movie goes up in in how good and how in weird and insane it gets and this was like 
now they added this almost like superhero element with Idris Elba having that super suit yeah. where he's like super power. I was like, okay, just add werewolves at this point. <laughs> like it just doesn't matter anymore. Iron Man's coming. That's what I mean. Like it's just, it's start, they keep getting more and more out of control and I, I'm there every yeah. time just going, what are you going to do next? Yeah. Just and show, that's, like, that's you can punch, 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 punch a shark. You know what I mean? Like, just do something weird. Yeah, no, Sharks I, with lasers. I, 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 <laughs> freaking lasers. Freaking lasers. I, I, I agree. I, I'm excited about this. Oh, it's, a, it's, it's high. It's very high. It's, it's probably up there with Endgame, like, as far as big Endgame. We'll go ahead at the end and say, like, what our most anticipated, but that's, for me, it's up there. Uh, next, not up there at all, and almost want to shit on it, and after what I heard today, I don't even know if this is real, but Uh-oh. August 2nd, New Mutants. What From you... just, what I heard this morning, is that they, like, they yeah. don't care. Like, they are going to put it out, there's not going to be any marketing, like, the reshoots that they did, they don't even know oh. if they're gonna put them in, like, they just, listen. they they're... literally have just gone, abandoned shit. And, and real quick, I just want to touch on, for those people out there that may just be listening to this podcast out of nowhere and know nothing about movies at all for a (laughs) studio to look at their final product and go, let's not put another dime into this pile of shit is a big deal because they have put some marketing behind some piles of shit before. So it's gotta be pretty significantly shit. If they're saying, you know what, let's just not throw good money after bad money. And that's, that's shocking. Scared money don't make money. Um, I thought this concept was original because like it looked kind of like it was gonna be a superhero horror movie. That was their plan, yeah. Yeah. So I thought the concept was cool, but like as things started to come out and develop, like I lost more and more interest. As I saw that trailer, I yeah. lost instant interest. Yeah, like, um, I just don't care. Yeah. So neither do they. Uh, so <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Uh, a week later, August 9th, uh, Artemis Fowl. Anyone watch that preview? No. Uh, it's based off of a young adult book about a kid who's like YA. super spy i think he's like even like a mastermind like could be an evil genius hmm. i think it looks good uh the kitchen there's no preview for it and I, I think this site doesn't know all of the dates correctly but it's actually based off a of comic it's about um all these mobster husbands who get put in jail and their mobster wives take over oh. and they're more ruthless than evil than the boys are and they run hell's kitchen is what they're running are isn't are there some big names in this yeah elizabeth moss from um mad men uh and handmaid's tale she's in it and i think um she's doing the invisible man too i just read it on the side yeah what's her name that's in like how to get away with murder and stuff Octavia is that Spencer? Octavia Spencer? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think she's in it. She Someone in else. So... Green Book, too. Yeah. There's a preview out for no, this. she's not in Green Book. She was on the stage with them when they won an Oscar. She's not in that movie. There's a Maybe pre- she was presenting? There's she's a, not in that movie. There's a preview out for this because it's it's they, they approach her first and make her get the other wives on board. Maybe... Because it's like they don't do it willingly. It's like the people that... Like, their husbands go to jail and the people that their husbands owe money to come to them and like, no, you still have to continue their criminal enterprise because of the money they owe us. And they approach her yeah, first. I don't know what, who I was thinking of. Hmm. That's, yeah, okay, so it looks like 
I don't know if this is going to be... Re- uh, well, whatever. Everyone's Either gonna, way, yeah. Tiffany Haddish, sorry. It and look, Melissa looks, McCarthy, Domhnall Gleeson is in it. Um, it looks halfway good, because it's not... I mean, I'm sure there'll be funny parts of it, but it's a semi-serious movie. Like, you know what? I need to watch... I, I feel like Tiffany Haddish is in every. She's in quite a bit. She's the new Kevin Hart. Or yeah. Rock. Who's <laughs> in everything. But, um... You know what? I read the comic. It was an image comic. It was good. It was good? It was good. Yeah. Uh, scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. So I uh, have to admit, I still have not seen the preview to this, and um, prior to the preview coming out, I had no interest in really seeing this movie. I had the books growing up, um, but I don't know how you turn a book full of 30 different stories into one movie. With that being said... You do it as an anthology movie. With that being said, I've heard phenomenal things about the trailer. I just keep forgetting to watch it, to be honest with you. Um, I don't really know much about it. Guillermo del Toro produced it. Who can do no wrong in my mind. Yeah, so I think it's an anthology movie, so it, it is a bunch of stories in one. You know, they don't have to necessarily have, like, Trick or Treat. They don't have to do with each other, etc. Though Trick or Treat does. Anyway, um, it looks good. And I remember reading those books as kids. Yeah. Or that book as a kid. If it is it like Trick or Treat at all? I love Trick or Treat. Yeah, mm, Trick or Treat's great. I mean, it's just another anthology, like a bunch of different horror movies that are, or, it's yeah. A, it's like, a cool concept. Yeah. Have, when's it come out? Uh, it's coming out August. in August 9th. Why wouldn't they do, like, October? Because nowadays, September and August are the new months for horror. Okay. It's weird. Halloween kind of changed it because it made a lot of money and it actually came out in October. But it's it's totally shifted lately. The last few years, the biggest horror movies are coming out from, uh, in those months. It's okay. weird. Uh, that's, that's August 9th. August 16th, we have Angry Birds 2. Zero. Okay, same. 47 meters down, uncaged. Isn't that Mandy Moore shark movie? It might be. Zero. Oh my god. There's a sequel to it? Apparently there's a sequel to that. She goes back down. You know what, I don't even want to, like, everything else, like, no one's gonna see, I don't care. Shark killed my brother. Shark boy. Alright, then, um... We're just going to skip right past August. August is, for the most part, no man's land for movies. Yeah. Hobbs and Shaw might change August and September were the new months for horror. Yeah, but it doesn't mean that it's good. (laughs) I'm just saying they put them out. So, September 6th, It, Chapter 2. Yeah. Bob? I still have not seen the first one, unfortunately. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I, I love the original It. Um, I, I heard the first one was amazing. I, it's definitely on my list. It's top of my list. Um, I'm going to use a friend I, card and move it up one movie. I'm, yep. I'm it's really like yep. it's in the top three anyway. So I just really, here's the thing. I don't get, movies are not my number one go-to because I only get usually like 20 or 30 minute increments to watch something. So I tend to go TV show. And with that being said, Jen's not a horror fan, so I, it's not like me and her. So, so I not only need movie time, but I need alone movie time to be able to watch it. So I, I'll get around to watching it, I promise. I'm excited about it. Kate and I went and saw it in the theater, the first one, and absolutely loved it. Um, super excited about the second one. Interesting to see what they do with it. Cause it's, yeah. in, it's in the future, right? It's like 30 years later. 30 years later, so it takes place now. Um, I'm Which pumped. Is, how long was it between the TV show and the... Same thing. Comics. It's 30 years. Okay. 
Okay. The TV show took place when it does in the book, which is the 60s and the 90s. They no, I mean, it... like, when was the TV show made? Like, that's what in I In the 90s. Okay. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, that's on the top of my list. I cannot wait. Uh, September 13th, some animated movie called Spies in Disguise with Will Smith. I haven't seen a preview, so I can't really Zero. speak to it. Uh, September 20th, though, is a bunch of movies I don't know. Okay, we're skipping. Skipping September. So apparently it is the only movie that looks good. For now, some things aren't filled in. October 4th, Bob, Joker. Yeah, I mean, um, zero expectations. I initially, when this movie was announced, was like anti this movie and I hate this. I hate the concept. Don't speak of it in my presence. And now I'm like, what am I talking about? I'm going to go see it. I, I don't really care how it turns out. I, it's going to be an offshoot of the storyline. It's not going to be like they're rewriting the character. Um, I don't know. I'll give it a chance. I'm excited about it. Like, Joaquin Phoenix is amazing. Um, Todd Phillips is probably pretty solid. Like, I again, comic movie. I, I'll go see it. I, I'm interested to see how the story's told. Um, and it's the Joker. Like, who doesn't like the Joker? Like, to me, this should be... Well, I guess it's not the same as when the first Deadpool movie came out because you've seen other iterations of the Joker, but it's a standalone movie. Like, I don't know. I'd be excited about it. It's got to be better than Leto was, so. I like Leto's Joker. I, I Leto's, do, too. Leto's, Leto's <laughs> Joker was, like, the only redeeming quality of There's Suicide Squad. There's parts of his Joker that I really liked, but I didn't like everything about he, it. When they, when they, prior to the Suicide Squad coming out, when you started seeing these like uh, like pictures and T-shirts on Facebook and stuff about how you know Nicholson played the criminal and how um, uh, played the psycho yeah he yeah yeah exactly and they they you know, kind of threw Leto's Joker in there as like the insane psychopath and the crazy person and uh, he played that well yeah and I, I liked that they he didn't try to recreate what had already been done which again I mean I'll give Joaquin Phoenix a a, a little bit of rope here and. See how it turns out, and if it's bad, hopefully it's a standalone that we don't touch again. I'm I'm excited about it, actually, because I think Joaquin Phoenix is a really good actor. Mm-hmm. And when I saw that picture of him in the outfit, in the purple suit, with his hair slicked back, and with, yeah, I know it was like clown makeup, and it wasn't like Joker makeup, mm-hmm. but I was like, I could see this. Like, mm-hmm. I could see him doing it in a good way, because he's weird. Joaquin Phoenix is a weird dude. The Joker is a weird character. Um, I want to see that origin. I never thought I would say this, like that I care. Like usually, I don't need to necessarily see an origin story, but I I kind of like that idea. Like, does he get like how does he get put into Ace Chemicals? Like, because he falls as part of the Red Hood gang, right? Into like that vat. Well, like, so here's is Batman in this? This right, is gonna be this is gonna be weird to say, but I'm actually kind of worried this movie's gonna do well. And the reason why, and I, no, hear me out, hear me out. You had mentioned earlier about how, like, you know, uh, Star-Lord kind of looks like Chris Pratt now in the comic books. And how, you know, when a successful movie comes out, they may sort of steer the comic book into that direction for the new audience and the new um, decade. My concern is that we are going to get a backstory here that is received well and does well, and they're going to change the Joker in the comic book because I one of the my one of the biggest things I love about the Joker is that he doesn't have a backstory, is that he's a psychopath, is he doesn't have an agenda. He simply wants to see the world burn down. He simply wants to make Batman's life a living hell while not killing him. And I don't want to see those fundamental character 
points change based on a one-off successful movie that just happened to, you know, do well. The only thing I will say, DC doesn't do that. Good. Marvel does, DC does not. They they literally do not care what's happening in the... the their I, movie, and, and I think it's because it's owned by Warner Brothers. That's the one difference between Marvel and, you know, Disney owning it all, is that Warner Brothers is a bunch of executives. And they go... Your TV's different, your movies are different, your comics are different, none of them have to interact with each other. Which, I mean, I guess in, in some aspects is kind of like their downfall, but it is, in, yeah. in, this specific in this specific character, thing, yeah. I'm happy about that. Yeah, we're never going to see, you know, maybe there will be his own comic, but it won't have to do with anything Has else. Has Aquaman changed at all in no? the comics? I was just wondering, I don't know. Uh, and to, but to answer your question, um, yes, he does fall into the, the, bat, the, the vat at Ace Chemicals as part of the Hood Gang. And and that's like the only time. So, it, it, just a real quick Not backstory. Michael Keaton's Batman. And Joker doesn't have a backstory. That's kind of a a, a wrong sentence to say. Well, he does have a backstory. He does have a backstory, but he's told so many different versions yes. of it, yes. and not a single one has been like the quintessential. So it's almost perceived as he's just you know, effing with Batman by telling him all these different versions, none of which could be true, one of which could be true, they could all be true, like, it's it, you don't know. And one of the versions is that as a, uh, a you know, run-down comic who's on his last leg, he decides to try to make some money for his family um, by helping this, this group of people rob a chemical facility, and as part of being you know, part of the group, they force him to dress up as the Red Hood. He is not the Red Hood. The Red Hood is a persona that the group invents to make these, you know, burglaries and not have, and have some fictional character go down for it. Yeah. So when people say, oh, Joker was the Red Hood, he, he wasn't. He played the Red Hood for one robbery and just so happened to, to fall into a bad of chemicals and become the Joker. What if that's how this movie ends? Like, after they tell the story, he's like... Or is that really what happened, or something oh, like I that? Oh, I guarantee that's. Like, that'd be cool. I, I guarantee. Know, then maybe that, that, they yeah. do another one, and it's another. And, story. and that's why I'm saying I'll, yeah. I'll give you some I, I hope. Let's see that. what they do with it. I hope they don't ruin the character, but let's see what they do with it. Yeah, I, I think it's gonna be, or no, you know what I mean? Like yeah. at the end, or yeah. right. not really. You know, who knows? It's just an idea. So, uh, this is a good spot to take a break. Yeah. Yeah, the bugger is. She's a big one, ain't she? Oi. Over 20 points of articulation, great sculpting, and look at the paint job on her. We've been looking all over for this one. Let's get them in our sights and end this hunt now. All right. All right. Steady. Steady now. Got him! It's the pursuit of plastic. Listen to the podcast from the creators of Don'tForgetATowel.com, geek out about toy news, hunting, and histories on your favorite collectibles. I'm Chris. And I'm Casey from Gourmet Scum Radio. We're two cousins talking about geeky pop culture stuff. You a fan of television, music, and movies of the 80s? <laughs> well, we are too. Do you like being transported to galaxies far, far away and the threat of troglodytes that go boom in the night? Well, we're going to geek out about it. 
Have you ever scared yourself listening to ska music while reading a comic book and sipping on a tasty Jones soda? Then this is the podcast for you! Gourmet Scum Radio is here to tickle your holes and make you believe in dynamite explosions. Right, second. Hey, we're back. That was a good break. That was the best break. Okay, so that was the Joker on October 4th, October 11th, an animated uh, Adams Family movie. Um, okay. Yeah. I like the Adams Family. Like, in general, I watch the show and I watch the movies. I don't dislike it, but it's not, like, on my radar for things I'm into. I think it's more like the... They're riding that Hotel Transylvania train, which is getting ready to do a fourth movie. Seriously? And it, oh, they make so much money. Why? They make half a billion every time. They're, like, not good movies. The first one was actually pretty good. I haven't seen the other two. Would you put it in, like, the top animated movies you've seen? No, but I think, like, it's just one of those things, like, okay, remember we'd watch Monsters versus Aliens all the mm-hmm. time, like, at Family Video? It's just, like, Cause we it's just have, a fun... we literally being forced to... I know, but I'm saying, like, it's just a fun, like, I turn and off the, my brain type of movie. This time of the year, too, with that kind of stuff, like, it's something to do with the kids. Like, yeah. Well, I get, I get why animated movies are popular. I'm just saying a fourth one, like, ugh. I... They didn't make four Monsters vs. Aliens. It's probably not. Yeah, but they made like four Ice Ages because they make billions of dollars. It's probably not something I'll go see. Adam's Family. I probably won't see it. I'll probably bring it and I'll rent it when it comes out. Or whatever. You're going to rent it? Can I just tell you guys something? And all of you listeners. (laughs) The library. Yeah. You can rent all sorts of things. Is this a a thing you just discovered? Yesterday I went to the library for the first... You can get, like, I went to the big one downtown. Yeah. And, like, you can rent audiobooks. Like, you can actually rent the MP3 player to listen to the book. Yeah. Plus, they had video games, Xbox, and one, and, you can and rent PS4. And co- consoles, too. Like, if you don't have the console, you can rent the console. I was like, why am I, why would anyone, you, you can rent 4K there. Like, yeah. why would you even go to Redbox? This is for free. Agreed. There's no limit. Yeah, this is I was a, shocked. This is not Ladies a and gentlemen, thing. yesterday Casey discovered the library. <laughs> it's been a very long time since I. So I read a lot, but I, heard, I just don't. I heard that aside from the video games and movies, they have books there too. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. Didn't notice the books section so much. <laughs> Mostly the Legos, the uh, the other things. But anyway, so I'll probably uh, take out. The Adams family <laughs> from the library when it comes to... with my library card. I do have a card, and there's an app for it too. Of course, there's. Uh, Zombieland Double Tap. Yes. 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 When they released the <laughs> ten year challenge of that, I was like, "It's awesome! I can't wait for this to come out." Yeah. Yeah. Don't even again. Don't need to see a preview. No. Just. Yeah. Here's my money. Yep, yeah. There you go. It's been a long time coming. They actually did a a Zombieland pilot for Amazon. Hmm. Because Amazon, I don't know if they still do it, but they had a pilot program. Do you guys know this? No. So, uh, so teaching people to fly? Not quite that pilot, but like <laughs> they did. Uh, so like the Tick, and then like that John Claude Van Damme show. They were pitted up against each other, and then Amazon users or Prime users would be able to vote which one they would want to see actually get ordered to a series. Oh wow! So the Zombieland. Show did not <laughs> did not pass pass uh, the. I'm gas. not saying that that Amazon's out of the 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 race, but they're just technically behind 
Hulu and Amazon and you know even the PlayStation Network at this you point. You said Amazon again. Netflix. And they're so definitely not buying sorry. PlayStation Network. That doesn't exist anymore. Well, I mean, just my point of like they're they're coming to the show late. I think I think Disney's gonna start off well, and automatically be up yeah, in front of them. I have Prime and never watch it. Right. Exactly. Me too. I have recently discovered I... some Prime shows like Electric Dreams that it's almost like a Black Mirror type show. Is good. Every well, time I'm I go sure to they watch... have good stuff, but I'm just saying that it doesn't. It's, it's not very. It's, it's very. Not, I don't know about it. Every very time I go to behind. watch something on Prime streaming, I have to pay for it. Well, then you're not watching the right stuff. Well, that's the thing, though. I don't have to do that with any other streaming service. Like Netflix, I'm never like, oh, I'm gonna watch Stranger Things, and it's like rent for seven ninety nine. Like, no, fuck you. Like, I'm... I think yeah, there's there there are limitations to what you can get mm-hmm. for free. Now that being said. They are getting they they own Lord of the Rings right now. They can put out Lord of the Rings shows, which they already have two in production. Mm-hmm. I heard about that. Also, Robert Jordan's Wheel of Time series, which is one of the longest fantasy series of all time, is also coming to series. Like, there's certain things that they're trying to do to. Uh, oh, the boys. The boys looks effing great. They're doing a boys show. Yes. I didn't know that. Oh, there's will... two previews. Really? Yes. Based off the comic. Based off of Garth Ennis, who's I, one of my favorite yeah, writers. I need to watch, dude, you'll like this. Watch the trailer for that. Um, with that being said, though, going back, to, book too. Go, going back to what you were saying about Zombieland. Yeah, um, I know, I know. Yeah. Was, that, was that TV show, like, original characters or just the same world? No, di- same world, different characters. No, I, that's the kind of stuff I like. I like, I like, you know, give me the same world and different characters. Fear of the Walking Dead. And I'm sorry, to me, the zombie world has not nearly been tapped in a way that I think it's shown its full potential. Walking Dead was probably as close as we've gotten to it, but I think you could do some serious, cool stories just based in a zombie apocalypse type world, and it doesn't necessarily have to be the world is ending type stories. Well, I guess we'll see how this goes. Uh, so that's October 11th. And then, so like I said, they just have not filled in the gaps because there's nothing else here in October. Uh, so moving on to November, there's a new, uh, Charlie's Angels movie coming out. Zero interest. Yeah, negative interest. Did you watch the other two from McG back in the late 90s? I, saw early I think I saw the first one. Wasn't yeah. the second one like full throttle? Yeah. They replaced Bernie Mac with Bill Murray or the other way around? Uh, the other way around, I think. Thing. Yeah, because Lucy Liu didn't get along with them or something. It's one of the I can't remember the exact story, yeah, but yeah. I, I just don't. I, I don't know. I don't. That's not my fandom. That's before my time. I just don't care. Mm. I think it'll do. If they do it right, I think it'll do well because female characters right now I think are a big thing. So I think. I think that, I'd have to see the preview. I like those first Charlie's Angels movies, especially Full Throttle. So I just have to see. If the preview's good, I'll watch anything if the preview's good. If it's like, this is like something I had no interest in, the preview blows me away, I'll go, oh, well, maybe I do have interest in this. Um, There's another Terminator movie coming out. So I'm actually kind of excited about this because from what I heard, and it could be complete BS, which I'm hoping you'll tell me either way. Yeah. um, From what I heard, this is like, they're not ignoring the first series of movies but they are kind of trying to give it new life and saying okay we're going to treat this as sort of a universe we are going to explore this in multiple offshoots with different main characters and kind of try to expand this and i'm excited about that i heard michael bay is actually kind of not against it like involved in the project in some way i'll i'll change a couple things there so it's directed by tim miller who directed deadpool it's 
written by him and James Cameron, not Michael Bay, mm, mm-hmm. who created it. It is a Sorry, direct right. sequel, I want to say, to two. Like, it erases three and four and five. Like, I think it's a direct sequel to part two. So what happened at the end where he put his hand up in the burning molten lava? That's where we're leading off from. Arnold is back in some capacity. Which I wish they wouldn't bring him back. I think you gotta do that. I don't know what the story is. I don't know what's happening, but it's... Here's my biggest issue with bringing Arnold back. And I know this is gonna sound super stupid and trivial. Probably. He's a robot. He should not be aging he is made on an assembly line with the same skin and eyes as every other Terminator. If you show him aging, it takes me out of that. It makes me think he's not a robot. Because why on God's green earth would they make an aged Terminator for any reason? Did you watch Genesis, the latest one? No. They explain it. Like, his body is made with human skin. Therefore, it ages. Like they skin a human and put it around a robot? No, they just make like synthetic skin that okay, ages. So if it's synthetic and it's made in the future by artificially intelligent robots, why would they implement some sort of aging process? Because what, what he's, they get, what's the be, benefit of that? Because he was, they want him to look like a human. He was the T-1000. Or no, T-100. He so, does look like a human. I'm saying, like, and they wanted it to look and feel and blah, blah, blah as a human. So the endoskeleton underneath that is... I got the mask yeah. over there. That does not change. I, that looks exactly what it is. Okay. The skin on top is what changes. I get it. They, they, I'm, I'm giving you a silly right. explanation they, to a they fake put, thing. They put out an explanation that's yes. great. It's still a BS explanation. There's no real reason why this artificially intelligent you know, supercomputer would say, let's make the skin age just in case he doesn't die in the battle and has to get, you know, raised in the... Like, it's just so stupid. I got what you're saying. Anyway. Dave? Um, I haven't really enjoyed the last several that I've watched. Like, Salvation and... Yeah. So, I don't I don't know. I mean, if it's on TV, maybe I'll watch it, but it's not something I'm, like, rushing to the theater to go see. Because James Cameron is directly involved in it, that is why I will see it. Yeah. Because Terminator is one of my favorite movies. Terminator 2 as well. So Yeah, I like T2. I like and Tim T2. Miller. He yeah. killed it with that Deadpool movie. He did. So maybe, but it takes a lot for me to actively like go to the theater now. Like It's time away from my kids. It's right. time away from my... my no, that's not a negative. Um, But yeah, it's hard to get to the theater <laughs> sometimes. So, I don't know. All right, well, maybe in November 8th, when you go to see Sonic the Hedgehog, it will give you a reason. So if you rewind to, I think it was the last podcast, where we talked about uh, Detective Pikachu, um, my stages of interest in that movie started off at nothing at all whatsoever, and then I got a great preview, and it was like, okay, I'm in, I'm in. I'm at the nothing at all right now currently with Sonic. We have not seen a preview. Right, but I've seen, we, see all, we saw the pictures, um, we kind of know who's in it, and I think at this point, I'm not writing it off, but I'm saying at this point, I have no interest in seeing it, and we'll see, hopefully they have a good story, I guess. Yeah, I'm not super excited, I mean, maybe the kids want to watch it, maybe we'll watch it, but I also haven't seen anything about it, so. Yeah, I've, you know, again, it's a, I don't know what to say, because it's not real yet. It's, it's not, not real yet, we've seen a poster, we haven't seen any any video whatsoever from it so 
I don't have anything going on with that. Um, Doctor Sleep uh, is the sequel, or well, yeah, I guess the the book. It's based off a book, which is a Stephen King book, which takes place after The Shining, when Danny is grown up and shit starts to happen to him in his dreams and stuff. So, oh, so I know nothing about this other than it was a sequel to The Shining. It is based on another Stephen King book. Yeah, Doctor Sleep is the book. Okay, so well that as, yeah. that actually helps me a little bit because I, I thought they were just gonna create an artificial sequel um, to a movie that I you know didn't think existed. But the fact that Stephen King was a part of the story. Uh, yeah. So let me tell you, it's uh, now adult Danny Torrance meets a young girl with similar powers as his and tries to protect her from a cult known as the True Knots, who prey on children with powers to remain immortal. Um, Mike Flanagan's directing it. Uh, Mike Flanagan directed uh, The Haunting on Hill House, as well as Gerald's Game and Oculus and Hush. Like, He's directed insanely good horror movies. Yeah, but and, the story doesn't sound that great. It doesn't sound that great, but... Is, is The Shining just going to be something that happened to him and that we don't talk about it? Or is I'm it sure they... Part- t- oh, yeah, they talk about it, but like, you know how he has like The Shining. He yeah. can see into the future or whatever. Like, that will play a part into it, yeah. But I'm assuming the mention of his father going crazy and trying to kill him and his mother at a... I, it's in there. Yeah, I'm sure. Or... Yeah. It's not like he can forget it. <laughs> Any Anything, Dave? Um, That sounds interesting. Like, I'll probably catch it. I probably won't go to the theater, but I'll probably yeah. watch it on DVD or Netflix or whatever. It's yeah. On. on your tablet. All right, November 22nd. The only thing I can think of here is Frozen 2. So this will be the first probably, and if we can get that long, this will be the first movie that Maddie goes and sees in the theater. That's yeah. it? Because she is obsessed with Frozen. Everything is Frozen. Um, I'd like to probably take her to one sooner, but I think that this would be a really cool one. Like, everything is Elsa and Anna. Everything is... Or Anna. Every, like, she plays with her Frozen toys. Like, wants to watch Frozen. Sings Frozen. When we're in the car, we have to listen to Frozen. Like, everything is Frozen. Um, so, I am excited about this as a dad, because I think it'll be really cool for her to, like, go to the theater and see it um so yeah i mean she'll also be jesus she'll be four at that point so um i'm excited about it yeah is there any sort of method to disney's madness when it comes to doing sequels for animated movies because i've seen some that make money well, <laughs> that's I've their seen, method for everything i've seen some original movies that seem to do really well and don't get sequels and other movies that do really well and do get sequels, and it's like, well, which, like, why is one over the other? One's a cultural phenomenon and one's not. Like, that's the differences. Because, like, I love Bolt. It's not getting a sequel because who else knows Bolt outside of this room? You okay, know what I mean? but, I mean, Princess and the Frog. Princess and the Frog was an amazing movie. I think that was just an experiment where they go, we did this last 2D animation. But, like, she's in Wreck-It Ralph, I think. Right, Like, she the is. princess is. Yeah. You know, it's funny, it actually came on, I was at Pop Rock down in Rochester, New York at the comic book shop, and one of the songs came on. They were playing at Disney Station, mm-hmm. I was like, man, I love that. I forgot it, it all about Princess and the Frog. And to be honest with you, I wouldn't mind Disney doing some more 2D movies. I, mean, I, I would liked, love it. I liked that movie. But I think they just... I guess I'm just curious as to why, you know, I, I, I don't see any difference in the... But you do, because who else knows Princess and the Frog again? The, the Frozen Girls are white, Bob. I think I think a lot of people follow Princess and the Frog. I mean, I don't think it's that because Pocahontas has a bunch of sequels. But does, does she? Really? She does. So does Mulan. 
I don't think it's the white. Do they go thing. to theaters? No, they're direct to video. Okay. But we also are getting a live action reboot of Mulan. Okay, I didn't that's know that. coming out. Yeah, that's coming I'm out. I'm just next saying a lot year. of times, like I, I, like that I get it. Have... I understand what you're saying there, but in this case, no. I think it's that Frozen it? literally became an instant. Yeah. yeah. With even my cousin who hated Disney, never saw a Disney movie ever. He he saw Frozen and he was like, "Holy shit!" Like that was amazing. I was like, "You." hate disney movies you've gone on record many times and he's like you know i'll start giving them a chance now like i didn't know like he was he like literally like i didn't know this this is what they were like yeah so that's good moana again sorry not whitewash like i mean (laughs) is she gonna get a sequel huh moana will definitely get a sequel hopefully that's That's Maddie's other. yeah it will get a sequel but so frozen 2 i think um you know, there's a ride there, you know, at the park. Mm-hmm. There's all this stuff. Like, it just instantly became a, a classic. So, I, I understand why now. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'll make a ton of money. Oh, of course it will. Super excited to see I thought the, the trailer movie. looked good. I thought it looked... So, the trailer, I didn't think, gave us anything. Oh, it gave us nothing. But, you know what it was? It was that when she's on that beach at the beginning, it looked like... I was like, is this real? Like, this is... Is this that, real life? Like, it really yeah. looked real. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, that's Elsa. Okay, this is crazy. Um, all right, so that's November 22nd. Number 27th, uh, the only movie I know here is Knives Out. I don't know anything about it other than it's a noir cat and mouse murder mystery by Ryan Johnson, who directed The Last Jedi, but he also directed Brick and Looper. So he, that is more in his wheelhouse. Did he do that other one too, with the Satisfaction Not Guaranteed, or is that the other dude? That... That's definitely not. <clears throat> Brick is one of my favorite movies. I know you like it's, that movie. I it's one of my movie. favorite, like, under-the-radar movies. Uh, I didn't hear a single thing about it until a friend recommended it, and then I watched it, and I was like, this movie's phenomenal. Um, yeah, so I that's cool. So I, mean, I like noir. Um, I'm a big fan of, uh, what was that old animated um, Sherlock Holmes with the mouse? Great Mouse Detective? Yeah, I like, I love that movie. movie. Um, I don't know so, if this is gonna this is gonna be a regular movie. When you said cat, I was like, oh, when you said cat and mouse, yeah, I sorry. Meant, like character. <laughs> okay, sorry. Well, either way, I like noir. I was so, like, why is he talking about the great mouse? Said, <laughs> as soon as I heard cat and mouse, I'm like, all right, yeah. that's a weird spin. If on you it, but... if you do like cat and mouse type things, <laughs> Tom and Jerry that great. have not yeah that are not animated. Um, Killing Eve. And you can watch it on the BBC app. That's good. Which okay. is free. Kate, you can't watch it's that. Great show. I'll check it out. I'll add great it to the show. List. Yeah. And it's, it's only not, eight episodes per it's season. It's not a literal cat and mouse, though. It's not a little cat and mouse. Five goes west, the sequel, <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Why don't they do another Five movie? Ugh. All right. December 13th, uh, Jumanji sequel. Ooh, with everyone? Everyone, including in addition to Danny DeVito's in it. No. Oh. I'll go see that. Danny DeVito. Yep. I saw the cast reading on Rock's wow. Instagram. and we love, we love that, the, the second one. I thought it was good, man. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was a good movie. I thought it was a cool concept it getting cool sucked into a video game yeah. like that. I thought it was... And, like, that, you know, they all played their selves, but different... They're teenagers. I thought... I thought it was a good movie. Well, that was kind of like your Freaky Friday obsession, I think. I do like, love body swapping. You know what I mean? Like, love that's kind of what body swapping. There. Yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, we liked it. We went and saw it like last New Year's Eve, like I think. a category on Pornhub, body swapping. Body swapping. I don't know if that's going to do anything <laughs> other than just show somebody. <laughs> I don't think that's quite the same. But anyway, are you ready for Jumanji 
untitled sequel. But... I, I haven't seen the first one. Oh, um, so the one with Robin Williams? No, 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 the one that, with, with the, the Rock. Rock. I, I understand it ties into the Robin Williams one, kind of, which is cool. Yeah. But, I don't know. It's good. It's kind of I, I see movies I like that as like it, a though. like a tweeny type movie I where think... it's not the the, the most po- your most popular market isn't going to be the adults or the kids. It's more of the nine to sixteen range, and that's just why I, I don't really watch so, a lot of those. I think Jason would like it because like my my friend Mikey has a what he's like six or seven, and then like a baby's age. Isn't it PG thirteen though? It's the original Jumanji. Bad though. I don't know but if it still, is. still, I mean... I think it's PG. I'll say his kids liked it. I'll take a 10-year-old to a PG-13. I'm not taking a 4-year-old to a PG-13. That's, that's too big of a joke I think you would like it because yeah. you watched Jumanji as a kid. I did watch Jumanji as a kid. Uh, so I, 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 I honestly think, think you'll like, like it. it. I'll watch it. Yeah. I'll, I'll give it a shot. I think it's actually it's, more adult. Again, not, adult. not top of my list. Yeah, right now, so. no. It's, what might be on the top of your list is... This is untitled, so I'm not going to say it, but December 20th is Cats. It's not coming out. That's not confirmed in any way, shape, or form. What is it? It's Masters of the Universe. But there's literally no cast. Maybe it's written. Maybe there's a director. Like, I it's mean, literally they could fill nothing. All, they could fill in all those gaps they in would not on the next. Yeah, I mean, like, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, and we have to shoot it yeah. in CGI. Blah, blah, blah. Just, and I'm sure it'll come out great. Yeah, so no, that that is not happening. Well, for, just FYI, I would love to see a Masters of the Universe movie. I would, too. Okay. And we'll talk about it when it comes out. But in the meantime, Cats is. Are you ready? No. It's the movie version of the musical, which I slept through when I was a kid. I, I love musicals. I like Chicago. I like... Um, you know, Greatest look, Showman. Look Who's Coming to Dinner or Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. That is not um, a musical. That is a play. It's a play. Either way. <laughs> I like I like going to the theater. Yeah. Um, with that being said... I don't know what Cats is about. I never watched Cats. Cats. I'm going to give you a clue. <laughs> I mean, but is it literally like no story? It's just There's a story. It's cats, about, yeah. And they lick themselves yep. and they walk around. And, and they and, sing. And that's it. That's they. That's really all that I can remember from falling asleep during it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, zero. All right. Star Wars Episode Nine, Same day. Though I would of imagine Cats course. will get moved. <laughs> of course. The last... I the mean, last, I'm using air quotes you guys can't so see it, of the Skywalker I, saga. I get it that we've had an exciting 10-year buildup with Marvel movies, but this is like a 40-year buildup for Star Wars movies. You can you can shit on the the second three or the original three episodes. Prequels? The prequels. You can shit on them all you want, but at the end of the day, when Lucas originally started it, he said this is a nine- movie arc and in some way shape or form we're getting the ninth movie now i realize it may be less than a shadow of what he had initially anticipated but either way it's the last of the nine movies of course i'm excited to see it dave yeah i mean i'm excited i don't understand how it's the last of the sky like who's left luke and leia didn't and leia's child away well, Leia's child as well. Yeah, Kylo Ren is... Kylo, yeah. Kylo, but Luke, just because you go into the Force, like Obi-Wan, right. you, it doesn't mean you're gone. He's and and Leia, Harry, even it, though Carrie Fisher, rest in peace, yeah. has passed away, she's still, uh, she's still in the movie. Okay. They're using scenes that they didn't use from Force Awakens and Last Jedi. Well, they said that her and Luke are like a big part of the ninth they one. did until she died. Right, but I mean, even uh, sorry, the fact that she's still in it at all is great. And yeah. The fact that yeah. 
you know, Luke seemingly, you know, vanishing into the Force, he's still a big part of the ninth movie. Yeah. The, the number, I mean, so this, like, the le- the last of the Skywalker, like, this, this is, is the supposed end of to Kylo? Be, this is supposed to be the end of the Skywalker saga. Yeah, After story. this, you know, they'll exist, of course, in TV and comics and books. So and maybe they don't but die, but it's just, like, the end of the... is Kylo's going to just, like, turn like Vader. Like, that's my... In like, what the way? The end of the movie, he'll just turn good. Oh. And that's the end of the movie. But here's the thing, though, and I, I this and he'll this go had to with be, Ray and they'll make babies. This had and... to be kind of pointed out to me, um, but once it was, it was very evident. They had talked for for years. Lucas had talked in the first original three movies how there is a uh, a, a light side and a dark side, and that is it. And it is you are good or you are evil, and this is how it's set up, and that is it. And that's this is where it is, and. As the Star Wars universe kind of took on a mind of its own and started growing and you had fans adding on to things and things that were canon and this this universe, this galaxy through comic books and novels and everything else grew to enormous um, size, they started entertaining this idea of there is a gray, there is a third you know, branch of the force that is this gray area that can be both light and dark. And that is the balance that they were talking about is that there's a gray area that exists. It doesn't have to be the light side and dark side fighting for all eternity. They can meld and become gray and live in happiness and peace. And the reason why I bring that up is because I was told or read a lot that that was a big influence on these final three movies, that they were looking at Kylo Ren as kind of this gray area that he did kind of have these connections to the light side through his mom and through his father. And he also had these connections to the dark side through his grandfather and through General Snoke. And it was kind of his story of, I don't know what to do. I don't know to, if I should be good or bad. Um, which is why I, I, I do like the three. I appreciate them a lot more knowing the bigger story that they were trying to establish this third offshoot of the force and kind of rewrite it into a, a gray. Okay. I like that. I, uh, you know, let me talk about Star Wars. <laughs> I can talk about Star Wars all day. Um, Are you going to go see this? I'll go see it. I'm surprised. <laughs> I don't know if I'll see it opening night. I'm really surprised that you're not super excited about this. I am. He's being sarcastic, I think. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not being sarcastic at all. Of course, like, Star Wars is always going to be number one for me as most anticipated things. Though Endgame is probably... It's a battle between those two. Because really, like, ooh. I mean, they're both, like, the end of something. Um, for, for what Dave was saying about uh, where Kylo gets good i don't think the guy can be redeemed i do think he can die doing something good i definitely think he can be redeemed i think i think that's his redemption though i don't think he's gonna continue and go on i think like the dude killed his dad straight up like one of the most beloved characters of all time in all of cinematic history like i think he's going to like save ray by like taking a bullet for her, or a blaster shot or whatever, and I think like that's how he gets redeemed. But do I want to see him go off and be happy ending? No, I don't want to see that. 
Uh, number one, uh, we don't know that he killed his father. I'll look up the whole theory of Han Solo killing himself. But on a side note, Agreed. on a side note, no, I've read that. On a side note, like um, I am it. excited to hear, and I don't know which which one of these podcasts is going to come out first, but I am excited to hear your take on the original three because while I do believe they were horrible movies that Lucas lost his mind during, um, I also think that there are some threads of good storytelling in them, and they do have they they have to have a part in the story, the Star Wars story you can't just pretend they don't exist the original so, star wars movies the the, the first three episodes the, okay. the, the prequels yeah so i am kind of excited to hear your take on them because i don't think we've ever talked about those specifically so yeah well you know in in an episode of um scruffy looking scoundrels on the youtube page the next episode that comes out or maybe you guys are listening to it now i don't know but if you listen to scruffy looking scoundrels episode five you will hear what I think about that, and we'll talk about it off, off air. Um, yeah, uh, Han Solo killing himself. The, d- but that, was... but that's someone holds a, a a sword or saber to you, and you walk in on it. No, they're they're engaged in a con- in this yeah. scene. They're engaged in a conversation, kind of close talking. Correct, and he. They're, it's almost perceived as though they both have. This is the way the theory goes. They both kind of have their hands on the lightsaber, no. and it's not turned nope. on. Nope. And well, let me just tell you the theory. I know, but it just and doesn't even Han, physically make sense. Han Solo has this kind of uh, uh, moment where he realizes that if his son doesn't do what Snoke has told him to do, which is essentially kill Han Solo, that his son is going to be marked for death and not have a place. I agree so with he you there. he kind of takes the decision away from Kylo Ren and says, no, I, I understand you have to do this, and I understand that you can't or you, you, haven't, you haven't decided to yet. I'm just going to do it because I know it's what you need to do. I know it's what okay, you have to do. That, oh, sorry. So, yes, then I guess I agree with you on that. Do I think that they're both holding the lightsaber? No. I think that he, he does ignite the lightsaber. He goes, and Han just goes further into it. <laughs> because just physically, if you have that sword that has the cross shields on it, mm-hmm. like, wouldn't Han Solo's hand just get fucking burned right off trying to grab it from the other end? Like, you can't go around these two huge things going out on the side. They both can't well, hold it yeah, together. Yeah, but they're not, I mean, they're out of the side. They're out of the top and bottom so i could hold it like this and it go this way and the sides and nobody can see the no. hand gestures i'm making but... then you would get your arm ripped off instantly we can talk about we the, can talk about this at a different time because it makes no sense <laughs> look it up folks it looks no sense physics. all right so we do want to see star wars episode nine yes. clearly clearly yes. and we'll see how that goes um so we didn't get to do it on the last episode because it really was a two-parter but why don't we just kind of talk about real quick what we're geeking out about sure i mean i had a friend of mine at work um suggest the west wing from yeah. 2000 from uh, 1998 2005 seven seven seasons it's on netflix um i finally gave into the peer pressure and decided to watch it and was immediately hooked yeah and have been wa- binge watched the first season and a half um so that's kind of what i'm um, the biggest thing i'm geeking out on right now um, I also did also uh, finish uh, Sex Education on Netflix. Oh yeah, how was that? It's actually pretty good. Yeah. It was pretty good. It was mm, it, it's Jillian intriguing. Anderson. She is phenomenal in oh, that in that God, show. I love her. But it's it's good. It's it's adult. It's it's funny. It it I like it, and it's got greenlit for a season two, so I'm excited about that. Cool. 
Uh, Shameless. We just started oh, Shameless. We're like geez. five seasons. The five, American one? Five episodes in. Yeah, with uh, okay. Kevin Tom. Macy. Huh? William H. Macy. William H. Macy, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so we're like five episodes on that. We're watching that. We're watching Friends from College. Um, and I don't know. I've start, I I want to start reading more. So I, I need to get more of the boys, actually. That's what one of my goals was. So I can continue reading those. That's good. Yeah. Um, it's a good comic. I mean, it's very... Garth Enid. Like, if you like Preacher at all and how weird it gets, The yeah. Boys does get good and weird and fun. Uh, you know, we just finished The Umbrella Academy, so I guess I was geeking out on it. Maybe not now because I finished it. I didn't watch that. Um, I finished all of The Ultimate Spider-Man, 160 issues, and Jesus. then Miles starts immediately after. So now I'm reading Miles and I'm almost done with his first comic book run so in in total that ultimate spider-man storyline is going on for like 190 issues or something so i've been reading that in between reading the boys um in between i read i did i never knew this existed jason aaron wrote punisher max mm-hmm. um because i always read garth enos's punisher max so i think i just thought it all was in the same world yeah um Jason Aaron did a phenomenal job on that. It takes place outside of like the normal continuity. It's like it's the rise of Kingpin plus the rise of Punisher and them facing off against each other with Bullseye coming in and Electra coming in. Really insanely good. It's almost like a Dark Knight Returns Punisher story. Yeah. Um and then I also read this other Punisher story where he takes place inside of a he locks himself in a prison with all the people who killed his family. And, like, how did he get into that prison? How does he then, of course, kill all of them? It was awesome. It makes me realize how bad the Punisher show is. <laughs> I, and, it's, and I like that show. I really do. But when you read the comics and you realize how much of, uh, like, genius Tactician. the Punisher is. Yeah, tactician. How he strategizes. How he... He's like Deathstroke, which Deathstroke probably took a little bit from him. But, like, how he realizes... Or even Batman... All the ways to kill somebody and take them down. Very, very genius. Like, thinking out, you know, if I do A plus B plus C, it's going to equal this. Like, and you don't, you do not see that in that show. You do not see that. One of the big things I like about the Punisher as a character and as a story arc is that it really makes you question your morals and whether or not you're you should be killing (laughs) yeah i mean who hasn't saw a a news story about some you know pedophile and thought i i hope somebody kills him right and then the punisher goes out there and does it in the most brutal horrific way and you're like am i supposed to be rooting for it's like dexter right yeah Yeah. is this is this the good guy or the bad guy i don't even know and it really makes you question that yeah i like that a lot and that's 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 it you know um so anyway, this is uh, this is Casey saying thanks for listening. This is Bob saying thanks for hearing me. This is Dave saying I had a good time with these guys. Those geeks, these, you know. These geeks, you know. <laughs>